It is game day once again for the Arizona Coyotes. After a few days off, they will play host to the visiting Minnesota Wild. Um, and uh, we'll see if they can go for another win or if they reach challenges once again. We'll talk about that all on today's episode of Locked on Coyotes with Robin Leano and Kyle Pavlek. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Robin. I know Carl Kalik is beside me. On this uh, Wednesday, it is November 10th, game day in Arizona. It is uh, the Arizona Coyotes in the Minnesota Wild. We'll talk about that in just a sec. But first, we didn't have an episode yesterday. Um, both Carl and I had some personal things we had to take care of. So, um, you know, things, of course, you know, things happen, but it's okay. We are back today, back to get you up, um, up to date. Not really much was was there to talk about yesterday, but one thing I think, Kyle, you and I should touch on real quick before we get to today's preview, today's pregame show, is uh, the clearing of Kyle Kyle Bianco on waivers. So he's been cleared, but he has not been reassigned to Tucson. He is still with the Arizona Coyotes. Um, And we're talking about those rules in which uh, why he's still able to be up with Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. This is something that I think Craig Morgan was reporting from the very beginning. This was a roster flexibility move. The team didn't really plan on keeping him or like assigning him to the Tucson Roadrunners if he cleared. Uh, it's probably just like the best time because he just come off an injury. He still hasn't played yet. Um, so teams are going to be hesitant to clear him or to claim him. And now the team has like 30 days to like reassign him if need be. Uh, I imagine he's going to get a couple of games first, just kind of see how he's doing. And if he's not looking good, then he can get reassigned to the Roadrunners, no problem. Yeah, so I think that yeah, that uh, overall that was the best move to do it, to do it right off the bat. Because like you said, because coming off injury, that is going to make that, that's, that, that, that's what the hesitation is going to come from. And, and like you said, now, as of yesterday, 30 days. They have 30 days to yep. um, decide if they want to send them down or keep him up. Once that 30 days is over, he must clear waivers again if they want to send him down. Yeah. So he's got he's got plenty of time to kind of make show that he can make an impact. Uh, this is a very important year for Kyle Cavabianco. And I think like just every single game that he gets a chance to play, every single practice, he needs to give it 100%. And um, he's got 30 days to kind of show like, hey, this is where I need to be before the team even has to consider putting him on waivers again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, and I was reading a tweet from Craig Morgan yesterday, um, and he said that uh, Andre Torne said that Cal Capabianco will probably be playing with the Coyotes pretty soon. Yeah. Um, they are just giving him some practice reps. They're going to have him return to practice and make sure he's back up to speed because he's been out with an injury for so long. Yeah. Uh, and, and I wouldn't. It wouldn't be surprising if he skips today's game, but the uh, Coyotes got Chicago and Nashville coming up this weekend, so maybe a little bit easier competition for Capobianco to be up against. So maybe we see him later in the week. Maybe we see him next week. I imagine we'll see him soon. Yeah, we'll 
we'll, we'll definitely see him soon. But enough about that. Let's get straight to today's preview. Arizona Coyotes and Minnesota Wild. That a game for tonight at 8 p.m. Oh, yeah. man. Don't you just love those later games? Uh, I, I hate the start time. It's the Coyotes' first game on TNT uh, this year. Um, it may be the Coyotes' only game on TNT. I would have to check. But that's the reason for the late start time. It just feels very frustrating to, to have it because it means we're probably not going to get to sleep until after midnight. Um talking about the game afterwards um, uh welcome to the life of sports media oh, yeah and the amount of times i was not done covering the game doing stuff until one maybe 2 a.m yeah oh man it, it i i can appreciate the nhl wanting to make sure that teams have like a national spotlight like some kind of attention on like the the world or the, the country stage as opposed to just being local. That's how you help grow teams. That's how you help grow the sport. Um, we don't like seeing like the same seven teams play each other on national games all the time. It gets very Kyle, boring. Kyle, yeah, um, NBC. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm fine with the Coyotes doing it. I'm fine with it being a couple games, but they do just like really screw up everyone's schedules. Like the players, the coaches, the fans, uh, and like you said, media like ourselves, um, because it's it's atypical from what we typically see. I mean, I'm a little bit more used to it because I cover. Um, I'm, I used to cover um, a lot more extensively um, Pac-12 basketball or and football. Yeah, especially the football one. Sometimes you know eight eight p.m. Uh, maybe even eight thirty kickoffs, in which the game's not over until till like midnight. Um, yeah, and then it, I go to the post game stuff. That was, oh man, I'm glad I'm done with that for the most part. And I mean, we're also going to see like the 8 p.m. starts for the Pacific Division teams now that the daylight savings is over. So I guess we can. We're going to have to get used to it, anyways. I just when it's a home game, it always throws me off because home games are supposed to be one way, and then they just come in and change things. Yeah, uh, things just. Yeah, they just like to change things. I don't like it. Yeah. But, uh, are you excited to see um, the TNT broadcast? Have you gotten a chance to see a game there with them I, yet? I saw about one or two to start the season, and then I got busy with work a lot, and then obviously other Coyotes games that might have been on might have interfered. Um, but to, I've actually, based off what I've seen so far, I've liked the TNT broadcast. Yeah. Um, I think they do a pretty decent job. It's very basic. They don't overdo it they don't they don't overdo the graphics it's not they don't try to um you know make things look too fancy again cough cough nbc sure, um, sure. and the the uh the analysts have personality they joke yeah. around they have fun right. yeah uh i i got a chance to see the Coyotes play on espn plus and i thought that was a, a pretty enjoyable experience um with TNT, we're gonna get the 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 Gretzky and Tocket uh, Power Hour or whatever it's going to be, like some an analysis from there. It'll be interesting to see two former Coyotes hosts uh, analyzing a team that's going to be bad. Uh, it'll also be interesting to see how Coyotes fans uh, react to that because I is, think they're is net also on that panel for a couple of games. Uh, it could be. I, I don't know. Um, 
anytime I see like those kind of national news, I'm like, probably not going to have to pay attention to this as a Coyotes uh, watcher. Uh, and then it just kind of comes up and it's like, oh, yeah. Coyotes fans love Bissonnette. Uh, I don't think they like talking as much. So it'll be interesting to see the reaction. Yeah, absolutely. It will be interesting. Again, um, I'm excited to see how um, even more in depth, actually watch a full game on TNT, see how all that goes. Yeah. Um, see how it compares to the ESPN games. Because like I, like I said, the Coyotes were on ESPN Plus last week when they played uh, Anaheim. And they're going to be on ESPN Plus again later this week when they play Chicago. Mm. So, yeah. Which I'm, I'm glad I was able to bundle a couple services to get ESPN Plus this season. Well, uh, luckily for me, like it's also on Hulu too, so I yeah. don't. You know, you can do you can you can you can do whatever you want. That's what I kind of like about stuff like that. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's nice to be able to have options to watch games, especially like when we're talking about um, like the preseason where you just couldn't watch Coyotes games or you had to watch them on like a crappy feed. Um, like there, there's kind of a stark difference between preseason and the regular season. Uh, kind of gives me hope that you know maybe next year preseason will be better. Yeah, plus all the out of market stuff too. Where like you know, with previously it's like, oh, you can't watch this because you're blacked out, and it's like, seriously, it's not. Blackouts don't help anyone. They don't help attendance. They don't. They don't help grow the team. I think we all kind of know that reflexively, but we have to deal with a bunch of people who are only concerned about making money, uh, and they seem to think that blackouts work. Um, like they'll somehow be able to force people to do something the way they want to. And most of the time it's either a, not an option to do something else or B so much easier to just pirate it. So I don't condone piracy at all, uh, especially for sports. Um, but if you don't give people options, they're going to try and find a way somehow. Exactly. And I got like I and I've known I've known people who've tried to do it because it's like, well, I can't go to the game and I don't have stream I don't have not on my streaming service and I don't want to buy cable. Yeah. And it's like like things just gotta make they just, they just gotta make it easier. Exactly. Exactly. Anyways though, um we're actually gonna get into the full preview of the game. Um we're gonna talk about what we're going to expect out of both teams, both from the Minnesota Wild and the Arizona Coyotes. Once again, that game starting at 8 p.m. tonight at Gila River Arena. Before we get to that, though, we have a, a couple words from our sponsors. So in case you don't know, Shopify is the complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage a business. The subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. And Shopify stores can also sell in physical locations using Shopify POS, their point-of-sales app, and accompanying hardware. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere. Synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibilities, and Shopify helps make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. Uh, so go to shopify.com slash NHL, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash NHL right now. That's shopify.com slash 
NHL. Shopify is more than a sport or store. You can connect with customers, drive sales, and manage your day-to-day. Uh, Shopify instantly lets you accept all major payment methods. Discover your possible. Shopify unlocks the, uh, the, uh, unlocks the opportunity of your business to more people every day. Every 28 seconds, an entrepreneur like you makes their first sale on Shopify. And remember to use Shopify code uh, LOCKEDONNHL. And once again, it is that time of year, the wonderful time of Thanksgiving with all the goods and treats and uh, plenty of them, plenty to choose from, especially those amazing dessert, delicious pies. But they're also full of crazy calories and sugar. Why not find something that uh, isn't that? Maybe it's time for a built Bar, the new holiday dessert. Be something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie is upward of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. They are covered in 100% real chocolate, and it's a great option when you're hungry. And if Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, you can grab a built Bar or two. Share some at your favorite get at your family gatherings, and it will make things less awkward. Maybe Aunt Betty hasn't tried a Built Bar yet. New surprises all month long. It's limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly, so be sure to check the site often. There's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday, so mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you get 15% off your order. Once again, the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Okay, so now let's get into the full preview here, Carl. Arizona Coyotes, Minnesota Wild. Um, This is going to be another tough game because we're talking number one in the Central Division versus number eight. Uh, eight. I think they're currently number two in the Central with the Blues having one more point. Oh, Uh, wow. Yeah, I like um, I think that was just from last night that made the change. Um, yeah, they're ahead by a loser point. Uh, but yeah, Minnesota Wild, one of the top teams in the NHL. Uh, past two years, also been a team that just beats down on the Coyotes year after year. So this is going to be probably the toughest matchup of the year so far, which is kind of funny considering how many undefeated teams they've played. Exactly, and then remember that they still have Kirill with thrill on their team. Yes, they do. Uh, they, uh, they had a couple of like pretty big roster moves during the, during the off season, you know, buying up Parisi and Suter uh, made cu- quite a few changes, but they're still a dangerous team. They're still doing really well to start the season. Um, I don't have high hopes for the coyotes, but this is also a very different coyotes team. Um, I think the the big issue that we saw the past two years was, you know, the Wild were kind of pushing the team around. They were very physical, um, and I think that led to them being able to generate a lot of offense. We're seeing that you can't be physical with the Coyotes this year. You can't necessarily take those kind of, you know, try and take advantage of them that way uh, because they do have scrap. They will come at you. They, they have like Leon O'Brien who has. Uh, I can't even know, like, remember how many fighting majors he has this season. <laughs> uh, isn't that amazing? You can't even count. Yeah. yeah. And, and just in general, like, the team has been more physical. We've seen it from, like, everyone from, like, Clayton Keller, like, cutting to the to the front of the net uh, to just, um, you know, a very physical Lawson Krause. It's, uh, 
it's potentially going to be a very different situation and, you know, could be a trap game uh, that the Coyotes successfully spring in the wild. And that is the Tourney system, which is surprising because you'd think that'd also be a target system. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would think. Um, it's um, it's definitely just uh, it, it's going to be a tough one. Um, I think the Coyotes they're going to come in with momentum. Let's see what they can do with that. Yeah, I mean, again, because they finally got their first win, they got the good feeling out of it. Um, yeah. Maybe they can start to get the game at low momentum. They know this is their tough game between uh, two easier games after that. Like maybe they just you're just like, hey, let's see, let's see how we can ride this. Yeah, if, if you're having like psychological problems over scoring, uh, and you just like have a game where you get five goals on Philip Grubauer, uh, including like a last minute goal to win the game, like that's got to help your confidence in a way that like having an 11 game losing streak hurts it uh so who knows like i do think that a lot of the issues that the coyotes had to start the season were you know psychological they didn't trust the system they didn't trust each other yet but winning has a chance to change that i mean you saw how how things changed over those over those 11 that 11 game losing streak how they started to look better and better and better each game yeah um, it was it was consistent improvement on the team. Um, and I just hope that they're able to continue that. And they don't just run into a wall. Exactly. And that's why, and, and that's why I'm glad they had that Seattle game right where they had it because um, we all, because we all know Seattle is not that great of a team. Nope. And um, so that was their perfect opportunity to get a win, to get, to get the amount of goals they got to get, you know, to rebuild that confidence as they get ready to go for the uh, the next portion of their of their season, because um, I'm trying to I'm trying to see what they have past this week, because we talked about what they have. They have the Wild today, Blackhawks, Preds, and then so next week it's St. Louis, uh, Columbus, I believe, and then Detroit, yeah. and then after that we got. The Kings, the Oilers, and the Stars the week of the 21st. So not necessarily the hardest, um, you know, couple of weeks coming up. I think that their road trip was probably the one of the harder things that they'll see this season. But, right. but by no means easy. Like the, the Blues, top of the, the Central. Detroit is surprisingly competitive this year. Um, you know. And the Edmonton Oilers. We all saw that Connor McDavid highlight. I don't know how he's just doing it. He's just a freaking cheat code. Yeah. Um, I did see uh, yesterday that the Melka will be starting a net for the Coyotes. Uh, if there's one player who didn't gain any confidence from last game, I would say it's probably him. Uh, what do you think about the decision to throw him in as opposed to, um, yeah. I think I think it's I think it is the right decision to put him in. I know like he didn't have the right he he didn't have the good start against against Seattle. Um, yeah. I think this is his opportunity to rebound um, because if you bench him for this game, I think it even it does worse for him. Yeah, I would agree. Um, it, it definitely is going to hurt his confidence if you put in Wedgwood over Vimelka, especially since I think at this point he is the de facto starter for the team. 
he's also young and inexperienced in the NHL. You don't necessarily want to, you know, just throw everything at him at once, but you don't want to, you know, completely zap all of his confidence. Uh, it's a tough game, no matter who's in net. Um, and I don't necessarily think he was completely to blame for the two first period or first minute goals that the Kraken had. So yeah, maybe this will boost his confidence a little. No, they were just really slow off the bat to start like that yeah. team. And and then like um, just the, uh, the changing of the goaltending was just a, uh, a way to spark up the, the, the rest of the team. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, like Vimelka gave up two goals on his first two shots. Uh, Grubauer gave up a goal on his first shot. It was just a weird start to that game. Uh, they shouldn't necessarily blame the goaltenders for. I mean, between two poor teams. So yeah, between two very or between one not good team and one very bad team, uh, <laughs> it's a comedy of errors happening on the NHL. Yeah, these are both basement teams. They're both like under twenty six in the rankings. Yeah, I just didn't think the Kraken would be that bad. Uh, I thought they'd be like, you know, mediocre as opposed to bad. If that well, let's distinguishing, be real. Thing. let's be real though. The Kraken are what an expansion team is supposed to look like. Of course, yeah. I'd say they're probably even slightly better than an expansion team is supposed to be. The Whoa, the Golden I mean, Knights have just completely like set reset the bar for that but they were supposed to be like bottom feeders and i would say they're not that yet they have a couple of offensive threats and some solid players yeah as long as they don't um have let's see the expansion team record that the uh capitals had in the 70s yeah or um the or the sharks um record for the most losses in a season in their second season so, um, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're, they're better than the wave one of expansion when the team went from six to 12 teams uh, and just uh, did not give any good players to those teams. That was uh, sometimes I wonder if the NHL wants to have success because they sure don't act like it a lot of times. Yeah, that's another, that's a whole other issue. Yeah. But uh, anyways, we will get to a little more of the preview. Plus, we will get to predictions, how we think this game is going to go. The bet online at um, the bet online uh, lines of the uh, of the game will also be coming up in just a sec. But first, a quick word from Carl. So uh, speaking of bet online, I just want to say that we're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline where the game starts. Okay, so now it's time to get to more, you know, predictions. How is this game going to go? Um, okay. You and I were saying it's going to be a tough game for the Arizona Coyotes. They have a little mm-hmm. more confidence in them. So, uh, I mean, I don't think they'll win. Nope. But I think they 
will put up a little more of a fight than some of the other games we've seen on, during their losing streak. Sure. I would agree with that. Uh, definitely don't see them as a winner, but I see them getting close. I don't see this as a necessarily a blowout game. Um, I can see this as a high-scoring game, though. Mm. Yeah, especially if like the if the Coyotes offense is finally starting to click, uh, if they're able to kind of find the gaps, uh, then yeah, maybe we can make something happen. Yeah, I think you know, I yeah, I can, I, I, I feel, I have a feeling it's just going to be that way. Um, I just love, you know, scoring, you know, <laughs> good goals. Scoring is fun. Uh, it, it's nice to watch goals. I will say that I, I can enjoy like a very like defense heavy game with like low action, but like plenty of like exciting turnovers, that sort of thing. But uh, goals are fun. I think people in general really like high scoring hockey. Uh, most of like the hockey readers and podcasters I listen to definitely like will go in for that. They're always talking about scoring being up or down compared to like previous years. Everyone likes scoring. Absolutely. Um, let's take a look at the uh, the bet online um, odds of the of the game, so we can kind of just get give us everyone an idea of how this game might go. Right now, Arizona Coyotes are goal and a half underdogs um, at plus uh, minus one forty five on that one, um, plus one eighty on the money line, minus two hundred one if you bet on Minnesota, and the. Total points is five and a half. Mm. So again, we're seeing another pretty standard line. Uh, the Wilder, the the clear favorites for this one. Neither of us will disagree with that. Um, five and a half. I would maybe bet the over on that one. Yeah. I mean, the Coyotes just came off a game where they scored five, and they are. Like I, I don't see them doing that again, but it definitely seems like. I mean, especially when previously they they barely like I, I think what was their average? They said like that's one point five goals a game, whatever yeah. they were scoring before that. Like, yeah, and I don't necessarily think because because you gotta figure the Wilds are gonna start Talbot. He is not the most stellar goaltender. No, he's um, not. like. I don't. I don't see the wild. I see the wild as having a good system. I don't see them as having a game-breaking goalie. So I think that this one could be a a, a high-scoring event. Oh, I very well could see a high-scoring event. Um, I'm trying to think of how I want this game. How I think this game is going to go, though. Um, I think. And look at the lines again. Make sure I got okay. Um, Minnesota. Take the points, so minus one, minus one and a half for them, and that's at plus plus one twenty five for that side of the line and over. Um, mm. That's how it's going to go for me, and I'll even give my final score right off the bat. For me, I think this game is going to go. Uh, I think what I how, how I think five to three. Hmm. Minnesota. Five to three Minnesota. Uh, I was going to go four, three Minnesota. So I still see the wild winning. Uh, I still see him like going over the goals. I do think the Coyotes are going to, are going to be a little bit closer in there. Uh, it's going to be a tighter game than that. So the, yeah. fi- the fifth goal will be an empty netter. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, empty netters. I feel like they shouldn't count sometimes. <laughs> I know it's <laughs> it's like ah oh, yeah. Um, I, I four three. Uh, I I don't think the Cavs are gonna score. Uh, but yeah, I think it's gonna be a, a really close game. I think they're gonna not give up. I think they're going to be a lot more physical than we've seen in the past, and that's gonna you know throw off the wild for a little bit, and they're not gonna have as easy as a competition as they thought. Yeah, and again, I think, um, and, and and this is based off what we've been talking about all season long. Even games that they struggled, you can say like, this team is supposed to, like you you've seen glimpses of this team being a competitive team that they wanted to be a team that although why they'd be losing a lot of games remains to be competitive day in and day out. Obviously there were a lot of games and during the 11 game losing streak where they weren't that they just looked terrible, but there were games against tougher teams against Carolina, against Washington, against Florida that we did see that competitiveness. Yeah. It's, it's kind of why it made the, the losses to the flyers and the ducks, like more like, kind of confusing painful. yeah painful um that's another good word for it because the coyotes were like hanging in there against some of the top top competition in the league and they just like when they adjusted to a different team they just kind of like stalled out um the wild are another tough team i imagine they're they'll give it their l they'll, they'll play up to their competition which is kind of what we've come to expect for the coyotes who have historically not been good but who can hang in there for tough games it's amazing how we see stuff like that because that it's um it's weird because like if it's a top team the Coyotes play up to the competition if it's like a middle tier team they kind of look not so good yeah um and it's funny because when the Coyotes were a mid mid tier team only you know this last year it's if they played a top top team they play up to them if they played a bottom tier team they play down to them it's like what why what no. <laughs> Yeah, it is definitely one of the most frustrating aspects of being a Coyotes fan. Like just the inconsistency of this team, the fact that they don't—they can't play like the same game over and over again. They're—it always seems to rely on their competition, and that's kind of the judge. And that's not what good teams do. They're supposed to have you know their own control of their destiny, not have it depend on the their opponent. Yeah. Play the play competitiveness every every game for sixty minutes. Exactly. And we still haven't seen a full 60-minute game from the Arizona Coyotes. We got real close with Seattle. Yeah. I mean... I, yeah, the, the whole first period was pretty rough, but I would say that's... Like, I would almost think that the, that the shootout loss to the Buffalo Sabres is a more complete game than the Seattle Kraken. That was a good comeback game. Not a, a good, com- complete game, I would think. Either way, like we still need to see the Coyotes play a full 60 minutes. And maybe it'll be tonight against the Wild. Maybe it will be. Maybe it will, we'll see it later this week with uh, Chicago and Nashville. We'll talk about those games. When they, when they come, obviously, they're still a couple days away. Um, we'll probably try to hit both of the kind of previews in one just because it's on the weekend, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, we'll talk about. We'll, we'll try to get to those um, again once we're done here with Minnesota, because then we'll have a day off and do whatever we want. But 
Anyways, I think this is going to do it for today's episode. Um, we're running out of time here, so we're going to go ahead and end things. Hope you guys like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget also to like us on Facebook. We're facebook.com slash LockedOnCoyotes. Interact with us on Twitter. We are at LO underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leano, but it's R-O-B-Y-N-L-E-A-N or underscore L-E-A-N-O. Carl Pavlik is at Carl Pavlik F-F-H. Again, follow us um, and interact with us. Ask us any questions you might have. We might answer them right back or on a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Ah!